USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Crew 5 is on their way back home. A SpaceX Dragon capsule and docked from the International Space Station early this morning, headed for splashdown this evening. Dragon Endurance undocked 262 statute miles over and the coral Dragon sea. SpaceX on the big loop separation confirmed. Two NASA astronauts, one from Japan and a Russian cosmonaut, spent five months in orbit. The capsule is scheduled to splash down off the coast of Florida just after 9 Eastern. I'm Jeremy Scott. China has brokered a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. The two Middle Eastern rivals agreed to reestablish relations after four days of talks in Beijing. The news comes after seven years of hostility between Iran and Saudi Arabia, who back opposing sides in Yemen's deadly civil war. President Biden says under his administration, the economy is heading in the right direction. Biden highlighting the latest jobs report. Overall, we've created more jobs in two years than any administration has created in the first four years. And uh, I think all this matters. It's no accident. It means our our economic plan is working. 311,000 jobs were added in February. That is more than analysts had expected. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is making the rounds in Iowa, a sign he may very well be entering the GOP presidential primary race at some point. During a speech in Davenport, DeSantis railed against what he called woke ideology and attacked the Biden administration on a variety of issues, including crime and immigration. He has not made an announcement yet about 2024. Former Trump attorney Michael Cohen is expected to testify before a Manhattan grand jury next week. Court observers say this is a sign that prosecutors may be close to indicting former President Trump. The case involves hush money paid to a porn star who said she had an affair with Trump. This is USA News. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. More than 9,000 people are under evacuation as an atmospheric river is bringing heavy rain to central California. Officials in Santa Cruz County say a town of 10,000 people have been isolated by flooded roads. There are power blackouts as well. At a news conference Friday, California's Director of Emergency Services confirmed that flooding has caused two deaths. National Weather Service meteorologist Bill Rash says storms and rain are not going away. At the Monday-Tuesday storm, It's looking like a pretty good chance of a couple inches. But what's pretty sure is that even, you know, with another inch or two, we're going to have additional flooding impact. President Biden has approved a state of emergency for California, clearing the way for federal assistance. I'm Karen Sloan. The organization that runs the Oscars rejecting a bid from Ukrainian President Zelensky to appear on tomorrow's telecast. Variety reports this is the second straight year the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences turned Zelensky down. This comes as recent. Recent polls show Americans' support for providing assistance to Ukraine in its war against Russia has waned. Two-time Olympic gold medalist alpine skier Michaela Schifrin now holds the record for all-time World Cup wins. Her historic 87th win arrived in Sweden today, breaking a 34-year record originally set by Swedish skier Ingmar Stenmark. The Colorado native said the win was pretty hard to comprehend, but she was seen celebrating with her team once she crossed the finish line. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. 
Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Ten, nine, eight, seven. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com Welcome to hour number two of Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Kunin, filling in for Fred Penny, who's on assignment. Denise Dirks, how'd we do that first hour? Uh, we talked about Murdoch. Yep, we did. And we had a case or no case. And, and what promise did we have after, at the conclusion of the first hour? No more Murdoch. No more Murdoch. <laughs> Cal, how are you? We're in a Murdoch-free zone. That makes me happier. That's fine. <laughs> a a Murdoch-free zone. I mean, it's a great case and yeah. fascinating stuff, but what else can we do now? And it won't go away. you still got other stuff facing, but we'll deal with that on a future day. Yep. So, uh, We had a case or no case in the first hour. Cal was Cal was uh, you know, the first case or no case in the first hour was about photographing dead people. Yeah. Well, where where do we go? Where do we go from there, Cal? Why don't you get us started on the uh, case or no case for the second want, hour? Want to do that already? Okay, let's jump in. Here we go to case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right, here we go. Harley Hodson, Harley Hodson, H O A T S O N, had a strange, a strained. Let me start again. <clears throat> Harley Hodson had a strained relationship with his mother, so much that she excluded Harley from her will. 
But before she died, Harley's sibling cashed out her annuity policy on which Harley was a beneficiary. Now, we wouldn't have minded the cash. It would have come in pretty handy. So Harley decided to see if he should go after his sister who cashed him this cash-bearing instrument and did not give him any money because he said, Mom didn't put you in the will. Todd, your turn. Case or no case? Wait, wait. <laughs> I, 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 I'm confused here. Okay, so grandma, uh, mom kicks kid out of the will. Harley. Yeah. Okay. A sister cashes in and a long-term annuity, a bear, cash-bearing instrument. Harley is listed on that as one of the payees. Sister does not give him the money. Okay. Harley said, I could have used it. What am I going to do? Do I have to sue my own sister? So he went to a lawyer to see if he had a case. Yes, he does. <laughs> okay, Denise has a case. <laughs> well, and, and does he, d did she cash in, cash out the annuity before or after? Before grandma, before mom died. Before but mom afterward, died. Harley said, hey, hey, hold the phone. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, 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 you know, that that's interesting because if if Harley was left out of the will, well, the will deals with the disposition of property prior to or after Post-mortem, right. person dies. Right. Uh, doesn't appear that there was anything preventing that annuity from being cashed out before mom dies. And if he was the beneficiary, mom can do whatever she wants. But if she didn't change the beneficiary of the annuity, then the will is sort of red herring. The will doesn't necessarily control because it was cashed out before mom died. And the sister... I, don't know, I, I, I guess I'm confused as how the sister would be able to cash out the annuity. Well, mom was still alive, so she probably did it with her permission. Nonetheless, the sum was listed on the annuity as a beneficiary. And in less perfect, in less excluded. Yeah, this sounds so off the wall and odd. Um, I'm going to say this is not a case. I think, I think, Cal, I think you found one of these. You've either were sick and took a day where you were watching some daytime television and saw a couple of soap <laughs> operas where this scenario came up. Oh, did I mention Harley had uh, amnesia? <laughs> and yes. Had, and had an evil twin. <laughs> and and, and was, was, was Harley's last name Quinn, Harley Quinn novel. <laughs> no, and it was no. all about, uh, yeah. No, 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 it was all a dream. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that, I love that cheap writer's trick, huh? I'm, I'm going with no case. Okay, fair enough. Well, let me tell you what happened. Yeah, uh, why don't we go uh, with Denise? Oh, I'm sorry, Denise. You already said it was a case. Okay, but I want to hear your logic. No, I didn't that. say it was a case i was laughing uh, oh. i made a, a kind of a funny joke but only i got it so now denise withdraws her claim that it was a case go ahead no 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 what i'm saying is this any well we have cal always admits that he would love to be a lawyer um he always tries to opine on things nope. that are legal in nature it's a pilot i want to be now. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, go okay <laughs> okay and so one thing that we know is that an annuity has a beneficiary. And should mother have died, then Harley would have a cause of action from his sister if she didn't share the money. But mother didn't die. Mother was still alive. So if there was a cause of action against the sister, it could be mother against the sister if the sister did it fraudulently, right? But it doesn't really give rise to the third-party beneficiary theory that Harley would have had to sue under. 
So this sounds complicated. It is it? complicated, <laughs> and because it's complicated, and there's not enough facts in your in your scenario to make it a true case. All right. No case. So you say no case. You say no case, Todd. I do. I say okay. no case. Okay. Now here's here's what I'm going to do because I am such a nice man, and you both know this is true. Uh, you know, I'm kind and gentle and and as dumb as a brick. Now, <laughs> here's the point. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to award each of you a point. One point. And the reason is this. Harley did have a strained relationship with his mother, but after his mother passed and he didn't get the cash, he went to his attorney and said, will you help me sue my sister? And he said, really? Over $25,000 you want to sue a family member and create an estranged relationship? And Harley said, good point. I drop it. No case. So no case was filed. But it is a true story. So so you should actually be awarded two points. Why? You didn't say why. You got your why's all completely all discombobulated. I wanted I a good to, I don't have to say why. I just have to say no case. See? He is in a, isn't he in a technical mood today, Denise? Have you noticed We this? have never had to say why it's not a case. <laughs> all right, fine. Two points. Fine. Two points. Well, actually, I think I should get two points and Todd should get one. Why? Because you're ahead. <laughs> Well, didn't you say that this was double point Saturday? <laughs> yeah, this is double point Saturday, right? So, so actually, I, we we both get four points for this one. Yes, that's correct. And I have two points from the morning or from the hour one. And next hour, by the way, you want to hear the hapless tale of an insurance agent who said, "Wait a minute, you can't do that to me." Insurance agents fighting with lawyers against insurance companies? Say true it story. isn't so. Yeah, true story. That, well, I don't know if it's a true story or not, but it is a case on case or no case next hour. I almost gave that one away, didn't I? That's next hour right here on Radio Law Talk. <laughs> I'm a dope sometimes. Like I said, I'm as smart as a brick. All right. Well, we've been following the Elizabeth Holmes case for quite some time. This is the founder of the company Theranos that touted itself as being able to diagnose a, a whole host of maladies from just a pinprick of your blood and, you know, something that something that looked like it might have been Star Trek worthy type technology. Did they use Silicon Valley Bank, I wonder? I, I don't know. Hmm. That, that would be a That would be a good question. But we're coming up on a break, so we'll just tease this here. She was found guilty, ultimately, of defrauding investors. And now, in addition to her request for a stay of her 11-year sentence while she uh, pursues an appeal, there's the question of restitution. Because in criminal cases, you, there's always this restitution component. How much does someone have to pay back? And on what is that amount based? So there's a comical sum that the prosecution is seeking. When we come back, we'll talk about that and other cases here on Radio Law Talk. And I guess if there's one thing that we are learning from this is that startups are very good at blowing through a lot of cash, aren't they? So stay tuned as Radio Law Talk continues in just a bit.
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. 
Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Is this real life? Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. You, you know, I, I realize there's a certain segment of the listenership of Radio Law Talk that probably wouldn't have any problem with these amounts, say, you know, because they probably got $900 million sitting around in a bank account. To them, that's like that, that's like 100 bucks. But for the rest of us, <laughs> for the rest of us, Eight hundred seventy-eight million, nine hundred million. That's a lot of money. And Denise, why is that significant in the Elizabeth Holmes matter? Well, that's what the prosecutors are asking um, her to pay for restitution. Yeah. And uh, they basically said that that's the amount of money that she had defrauded. Well, the allegations are that's the amount of money that she had defrauded from investors. Um, but I don't necessarily think that that's exactly right yeah but, but i asked i asked the bank story because what if their money's in that bank and she said your honor i'd love to but my bank just went belly up well there there's no money to be had at all i mean yeah but i'm just i'm I real i mean i theranos realize it's is, all been spent yeah theranos is defunct right. and it's it's gone and but well one good thing yeah. You know, in the SEC settlement, she cannot be um, a CEO or head of any kind of a, a company for 10 years. And if she's got an 11-year sentence, she'll be able to get out and do it again. See how things work out? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> you know, it, because cause if you look at this here, so so the prosecution right now is seeking, what is it, $878 million in restitution to... And I hate to say this, but a lot of the people are $878 million to be paid to investors who still have a lot of money. I mean, these were venture capitalists. If this, if this, is, if this is one thing that came out as a result of the Theranos case is that there were a lot of venture capitalists who sort of pulled the curtain back on sometimes the lack of due diligence that is done with regard to some of these companies. There's, it's this idea. Have you ever heard... But have you ever heard somebody, I saw this meme the other day, if you could go back and talk to yourself 20 years ago or 40 years ago and you could only say five words, what five words would you tell yourself? <laughs> you know, I'd be like, invest in Apple, <laughs> AOL, and you know, Facebook or something like that. And Because and, everybody wants to get in on the ground floor and boy, in the early 2000s and then on up to just since then, Anything coming out of the Silicon Valley, it seemed like, well, I want to get out on the ground floor in that. And so people are throwing money at it for the, just for the opportunity to be in on the ground floor without really doing their homework. And that's kind of the allegations that were made against Elizabeth Holmes is that she took advantage of that, right? And, and secured, what, 900 plus million in funding. And so the prosecution is asking that this be ordered as restitution in the criminal case. Now, does she have $900 million, Denise? Well, no, she probably doesn't even have, you know, $20. Yeah, she, she's, 
broke. She's broke. And one of the reasons is that she is broke is, I mean, the valuation of her shares in Theranos went down, but she also repaid a lot, right? She she, she did. She, she attempted to repay. Um, you know, Theranos ended up going is bankrupt as well. So, so there's really nothing left of Theranos. I have, perhaps if it could have been salvaged, there could have been uh, the ability to repay it all. But, um, you know, the allegations, or not the allegations now, the findings was that she had said she could, through one pinprick, you know, blood test, she could, you know, discover, I don't know, something like 90 different kinds of, of um, genetic defects or blood defects or uh, diseases and all of that. Well, in reality, it could do about nine. And so if it hadn't have been over mischaracterized as being this huge thing that could be done, but they focused on, oh my God, we can get nine. I mean, it could have, this company could have survived and really done really well. And so her actions of defrauding people really did lead to the demise of Theranos. And I think that's part of what the argument that the prosecutors are making. But apparently the judge had previously found that she didn't uh, defraud the investors out of the whole $800 million, but it was closer to about $381 million. Oh, well, that's doable time. Right. And so, well, it's, it, that's a huge difference, $500 <laughs> yeah. million dollar difference. Well, yeah. So, but, but there might be some differences in the way that you calculate damages versus the way that you calculate restitution. Well, that's that, and that's the important thing here was the court made a finding. The judge made a finding that the collapse of Theranos was not caused by the criminal conduct that Holmes was convicted of. So, so the, the money that eventually evaporated because of the collapse was not because of her criminal conduct that brought it in. It was something else. And that's important when you start talking about restitution in criminal cases. Did they sell any of these patents that were functioning? I somehow had in my mind that they might have, or at least they had they some They thought value. that they were going to be able to sell Theranos as a going concern. Oh, but not the But individual. that ended yeah. up not yeah. not yeah. being the case. Or, or when they liquidated Theranos, that is how she in part paid back some of the investors. Got it. But it wasn't through patents. Okay. Just wondering. And so... And so... The important thing here is that the prosecution is seeking this $900 million to repay everything that came in, and the defense is saying, well, hold on a second. The company should have still been there. And, and I, it might have been fraudulent to bring it in, but I'm not the reason the company collapsed. I'm not the reason you lost all the money. And if restitution is supposed to be tied to the conduct that the person engaged in and losses sustained thereof, the, the prosecution may have a difficult time seeking all of that. The judge had pegged the uh, total loss based upon the conduct at around $381 million, and it's a difference about $600 million as to what they're seeking. But I think Holmes may have an argument that I don't owe the 900 At most, I owe 381 Can you buy bankruptcy insurance? I don't know. Dumb question, huh? But No, I think you can. Think how handy that would have come I'll in, I'll look right? that up. Yeah, I'd be interested. Stay tuned. World Radio Law Talk is coming right up right now after this break.
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated. USA News Update. More than 9,000 people in Central California are under evacuation as an atmospheric river dumps heavy rain on the region. Officials in Santa Cruz County say a town of 10,000 people have been isolated by flooded roads. There are power blackouts as well. At a news conference Friday, California's Director of Emergency Services confirmed that flooding has caused two deaths. National Weather Service meteorologist Bill Rash says storms and rain are not going away. It's looking like a pretty good chance of a couple inches, but what's pretty sure is that even, you know, with another inch or two, we're going to have additional flooding impact. President Biden has approved a state of emergency for California, clearing the way for federal assistance. I'm Karen Sloan. Don't forget to move those clocks ahead one hour when you go to bed Saturday night. Daylight saving time taking effect at 2 a.m. Sunday. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. 
If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-511-6046. 800-511-6046. That's 800-511-6046. Right now, you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses Oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells, it eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell, just like after a thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall, and fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you want clean, fresh air. It even includes a USB cord for your car or truck. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code USA3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use USA and the number three. Shipping is free. you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So, what do we have here? Yeah, the, <laughs> the Presleys. The, that, that just sounds like it would be a good... Uh, the name of a good uh, drama. I think, I think better than the Kardashians. I mean, think about yes. it. Yes. Keep, keeping up with the Presleys. Yes. But... You know, uh, Priscilla, uh, no, it wasn't Priscilla, who died recently. Uh, the daughter. The daughter. Lisa Presley. Le- Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Marie. Marie Presley died recently. And, you know, anytime there's upheaval in the, <laughs> any, any time, well, I'm, I'm going to use a, I'm going to use a Murdoch prosecutor trial theme. Anytime there's upheaval, anytime there's stress, bad things end up happening. And so there's uh, there there's stress in the Presley family. Uh, that was exacerbated by the by the death of Lisa Marie Presley, and here to tell us all about it, Denise. Well, what an interesting story. I mean, everybody knows who Elvis Presley was. Um, he was a rock star, king of rock, you know, and roll. He was the guy. And um, his biopic just came out, and it has really gotten rave reviews. And I watched it, and it was really good. Was I it saw, good? I saw the last it part of it. It was really good. good. Really, really good. The The actor was amazing and really got the essence of Elvis um, and the way he moved, because that was really Elvis's key was right. was the way he moved. Right, the body. He, he was saying wonderful, don't get me wrong, but his, his movement was what gathered attention. And um, I would like to say that I saw Elvis Presley in person. You did? In 1973, so he was still... Pretty doggone good looking. It was a skinnier Elvis. Then. He was he was a, a manly Elvis at that point, and um, I was thirteen, and I tried to get down to get a handkerchief from Elvis because well, sure. he was like wiping himself with handkerchiefs and throwing them, and I had on a long dress uh, with strawberries on it, 
it was a white dress, and I crawled down all the way. I got almost to the stage <laughs> before I got caught by one of the security guys. And he told me that I had to go, um, and he let me sit on the aisleway at the very bottom. So I really got a close-up of Elvis. And during that show, uh, Lisa Marie Presley was there, and she was about nine years old, maybe close to 10 and she's what the spotlight went on her and she stood up and i remember thinking she looks like a little princess and that was really fun that was at sahara, sahara tahoe really yes and that is so cool yeah really cool huh. but anyway i will now quit talking anecdotal and i will talk about um about priscilla and and lisa marie it was good so, anecdotal though <laughs> it was great <laughs> yeah so anyway so um when Elvis passed, um, he had his father be the kind of manager of his estate, and then his sole beneficiary was Lisa Marie. And he only had $5 million in his estate. Can you imagine that? And, that, and that's because his, his, um, the colonel, his manager, had talked him into selling most of his hits and his, his uh, catalog of music to RCA. So he really didn't own his own music. It was really sad. But Tom Parker made out just fine. And at the time, yes, of course. And at the time, and he wasn't really a colonel either. And at the time, um, the uh, Graceland cost $480,000 a year to maintain. So Lisa Marie was faced with having to lose Graceland. But Priscilla had a great idea, and she invested the last part Oh, she said, wait a second. Uh, there was a lawsuit, and the colonel then had to settle with um, the Elvis Presley um, Enterprises and pay money because Good. he had really stolen so oh, much he money messed from him Elvis. Over big time, yeah. Big time. Yeah. And Elvis was not in the frame of mind that he knew what was going on. And so the money was came in. The last $500,000 of Elvis Presley Enterprises was paid to establish Graceland as a public. Um, Attraction, an amusement park. Yes, yeah, so yeah. people could yeah. go there. And do you know that they made back the five hundred thousand dollars in thirty-eight days? Wow, wow, it's just crazy. And so then the estate got built back up to a hundred million dollars. And when when uh, Lisa Marie inherited at twenty-five years old, pursuant to the terms of that trust, she had hundred million dollars. And that's just you think about that, and you're like, wow, that's incredible. Well, over the years, that diminished, that diminished. She had um, a CPA who stole money. Why does that happen so frequently? <laughs> I guess people are in a position of trust who can't be trusted. Huh? I, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Wow. How, how, how old was she when she inherited the money? 25. You know who she married when she was 26? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Well, that probably didn't help. <laughs> he was not exactly what you would call a spendthrift. <laughs> That's right? true. Yeah, right. I actually thought somehow he helped to get the e, uh, the log back from RCA. He, I, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me because he was 36 years old at the time, and, and this was, what, 1994. By then, he had firmly established himself and had his own, and he had become business savvy. And I could see him saying, let, let me let me tell you the, the you-know-what that I went through right. and guide you through this. It was pretty shrewd, Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah, and I something I remember that he helped with getting that, at least piece of it back. But anyway, there was a suit from between 
between her and her um, CPA, and she is settled for an undisclosed amount of money. And so you have to think, Elvis died at 42 from heart problems. Lisa Marie died at 55 of the same type of problems and so it probably was genetic and it's just sad as ever but lisa marie had several children's and many husbands and right now what's going on is that her mother is fighting her daughter from her from her not her first husband but from one of her uh, husbands after michael jackson and after nicholas cage the third husband, I believe, and Riley, and she had another son, um, Navarone Garibaldi, but Navarone had killed himself. So it's, all this fight is really about an amendment that was done in 2016 by Lisa Marie Presley to her trust and to her estate plan, whereby she removed her mother and that CPA uh, from being the trustees to being... Um, her daughter Riley and now her deceased son Navarone and um, Priscilla is fighting that so she is going to fight that amendment and try to regain control it's kind of a sad thing and it's you never see people at their worst except for divorce death when you when family member dies personal injury that's another time when it's very stressful and you know there are other times but Really, these are big times. Minor car accidents would be the next one. No, no. I mean, it does bring out the worst in people. Well, it could be no. fraud. It could be misconduct. Yeah, I think the sad know. thing is that they uh, aligned so many people with them that they trusted whom they could not and should not have trusted. And how would you not know that unless you invite them into the party, you know? It's, it's well. I think, well, I don't want to say, I don't want to be... Go good, ahead, but, it's okay. Well, no, during no. the time that the CPA had diverted funds and sold off 85% of the catalog that they had reacquired for the Elvis Presley um, Enterprises, Priscilla was being paid $900,000 a year. That's really? a lot of money. That's a lot coming out of that estate. Well, there's another thing. I think that what happens in this case is there comes a reckoning day, and the celebrity looks around and says, what? Where's all my money? And, and it turned out, like in Michael Jackson's case, he had spent it. So, you know, your, your money's gone because you spent it. And I don't know if that's the case with Lisa Marie, but it does beg the question, did she just spend it away? No, I don't think she spent it all. I think she got, um, got hosed ripped over. off. That's too bad. You know, we, we, saw that, we saw similar allegations with Johnny Depp. Yes. He was, he was, why am I not, where's all the money going? And then there were these claims that he had, was spending thousands of dollars a month purchasing wine collections and all of this kind of stuff. And, and, and I understand or feel for the position that the financial folks are put in where you got a, you have a star that is used to a certain lifestyle they want to continue to lead that lifestyle and and maybe they don't want to listen to the hey you know we really need to tighten up tighten the belt here tighten the belt there because your funds are getting low but on the heels of that if the money is really getting low boy the last thing you want if you're one of those financial advisors to be uh, proven or accused of with proof that you are one of the reasons because you were taking it. So 
Yeah. Um, so it, it's a tough yeah. situation because the stars used to living like there's no tomorrow. I've got all the money in the world. I'm fine. And then they realize they don't. And who are they gonna, gonna, going to go after? People in power rarely fire themselves or blame themselves. That's just my own theory of life. You can have that. And with that, we'll be back after these messages with more Great. Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Denise. Much more of the show, much more of the show is coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be done. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping. technology that can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost and delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229.
Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. This is the best show ever. This is Radio Law Talk. So... When I was in criminal defense, and um, or, or when I was a prosecutor, rather, every once in a while you'd, you'd get asked the question, you know, what sort of liability, what, what liability do you have as a prosecutor if you prosecute somebody and they're found not guilty? And, you know, look, unless you violated ethics laws or didn't turn over discovery or anything, there, there's no liability to a prosecutor if somebody's found not guilty because you brought charges. Um, I mean, if, if there was liability for prosecutors every time somebody was found not guilty when they brought prosecutors, guess what you would never have? You would never have prosecutors. Nobody would want to take on that liability. And there's a certain amount of uh, protection for law enforcement as well when they're lawfully engaged in their duties and whether or not they can be sued. But on occasion... On occasion, the actions of law enforcement can go over the top if we, where, where law enforcement officers, even though engaging in conduct in the course and scope of their duties, can be prosecuted criminally for doing that. We saw that a couple of years ago with, you know, was it George Floyd, Derek Chauvin, that kind of stuff. So that was a criminal case. Uh, sometimes, on occasion, they can be sued civilly, and that is what happened um, in California. A family was recently awarded, a family of three recently awarded $8 million by a California jury that stemmed from what was alleged and the jury believed to be an unlawful stop. This happened in September of 2019. We had three individuals, the, uh, uh, the Loggervales, Miss Loggervale and her two daughters were coming from Nevada to California. She was taking her kids to school, dropping them off at college in Castro Valley. Coming from Nevada, they stopped at a Starbucks in Castro Valley when they were approached by two Alameda County Sheriff's deputies. And the Sheriff's deputies detained them because they, there had been a rash of a, a rash of auto thefts, auto break-ins. And so the de deputies approached these three people and detained them because of the, quote, rash of break-ins and auto thefts that had happened in the area. Castro Valley, a very white community, has been historically for many years. I know we don't want to bring that up, but that's kind of a factor well, in, it's, in the it's, thinking, anyway. It's kind of interesting that you had mentioned that, Cal, because the ethnicity of the plaintiffs in this case was that they were all African-American. Hmm. And, and, and the defendants were 
white. Yes. And so, so the question here is, <clears throat> look, it's not against the law for law enforcement to detain people. But they have to have what's called reasonable suspicion, which is, which is what the courts have described as more than, and I love sometimes the legal terminology that the courts use, a, a mere, an incohate suspicion or hunch. You know, it can't just be, you know, I know somebody who's up to criminal activity when I see them. They, they have to be able to articulate to justify a detention that they have a reasonable belief that a crime has occurred, is in the process of occurring, or is about to occur, right? That is what law enforcement has to be able to articulate to justify a detention. Now, just to spell it out here, you, it, detentions, it, there's nothing that prohibits a law enforcement officer from just coming up to somebody and talking to them on the street the way... Cal, you or I, I could come up to you and talk to you on the street. Right. So if I'm a cop, I'm not prevented from just coming up and talking to somebody and even asking you questions if they're willing to talk to me, so long as that person is free to say, no, I don't want to talk to you, and they can walk away at any time. But if the officer says, you know, if you would be the cop, I'd be the bad guy, you would say, well, Cal, you look a little hinky to me, and uh, what are those burglary tools I see hanging on your belt? Or... What are you doing in this neighborhood where obviously you don't belong? So, so... That's interesting. Yeah. If the officer comes up and says that, as, as wrong as that language would sound, that doesn't necessarily violate the Fourth Amendment so long as the if, – if I said that to you and you said, nah, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm just trying to walk away. And you walked away, and I didn't do anything to stop it. And there was nothing – let. Uh, so you were free to leave, and you did leave, right? Yeah, and I would that's, do that probably. That's, that's still not a detention. But if I come up to you and I say, what are you doing here? And and you're not going to leave until I get my questions answered, and, and now I'm detaining you. You're not under arrest, no handcuffs, you're not. But you're clearly detained. Well, the officer saying that has to have more than just, you don't look like you're from around here. You don't look like, and, and they have to have more. And in this case, the conduct of the officers went way beyond just those kind of questions, actually ended up full-on detentions, restraints, pushed against, uh, was it pushed against the ground, forcefully detaining somebody. And uh, they asked for her ID, and she refused to give it to them. I mean, that's not a reason for them to treat her like that. Okay, that's true. But is it okay to not give an officer an ID if he says, who are you? I need to yes. know who you are? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. Why, why, why does the officer need to know who right. you are? He was, they were looking for suspects um, in, in a rash of burglaries, and they didn't say anything about, well, you fit the profile, or you have a, a stolen article in the view of your car or a stolen car or whatever exactly it may be. Right, and yeah. you know this is a case i was trying to find out what the composition of the jury was oh but i couldn't find out what that is but they took 16 hours before they made this decision wait you mean they didn't go in and do an initial vote and it was nine to two to one and then and then uh 45 minutes later, everybody says we got a verdict. That, that didn't happen. They took 16 hours and actually reviewed the evidence in the case. 
That's a yeah. lot of deliberation from agents. Yeah, uh, that is a long deliberation. Yeah. I feel like they really struggled with it. And th- this is a jury out of San Francisco uh, County in Sacramento, now, or in, in California. Now, I, I, I want to point out one thing, and, and this is the two officers, the two sheriff's deputies were co-defendants in this case, as was the, uh, I believe, the city or Alameda, Alameda, Ca- County. Alam- Alameda County. So one of the reasons why the deliberations may have taken so long is depending on the conduct, which which of the two officers was really pushing this one? Was it Stephen, St- Stephen Holland or Monica Pope? Because there were two. Or Harry Hardcore, which one and, of them was being that. So, right? so which, which one of them was? And when it comes to the amount that they have to pay, a lot of that, you know, in a criminal case, it's just determining which one is guilty and, you know, who's guilty. And then afterwards you deal with restitution. In the civil case, you have to determine uh, liability, the extent of liability, mitigating factors, the the whole ball of wax, amounts and stuff, so that can take more time. Are they insured against this stuff? Officers uh, themselves? They they maybe I know they could. That, I know that there's a law enforcement fund that they pay into and perhaps I think that's just for litigation costs. Yeah, that though. may cover the cost of their defense and litigation, but um, Wow. Yeah, we, we we'll see how this goes. But the jury ultimately awarded eight million dollars combined to all the uh, that has to be paid on the part of the defendants toward the family for this unlawful detention that they had. Because and ultimately, these people had no reason to be detained. When none it all, whatsoever. Yeah. What they, they, just, they, they had the temerity to stop off at a Starbucks to get coffee while they were on their way to being dropped off at college. I know that it's really sad. And by the way, the, the suspects in the um, theft case, they were both male. They were males. It, so why are they stopping females? Yeah. Did I mean, they know that at the time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They did. Hmm. So, so, you know, it, it's, you don't see these. You see the cases come up every once in a while. Um, I'm curious in today's climate if we're going to see these filings start to happen more as verdicts like these are made known. And something tells me that we're going to see more. I think so, too. And, you know, the two deputies involved have both been promoted now. And the Lagerville sisters are enrolled in UCLA and UNLV. Well, we hope they're doing well. And if you mess up once on the job, does that mean you should never be promoted again? I mean, perhaps it happens. Yeah, right. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. Depends on the intent in this, in my opinion. I I believe so. Yeah. It is a tough one, isn't it? feel bad for all the folks involved, but we're glad that you can listen to more Radio Law Talk because it's coming up at six minutes after next hour as we break away for the top of the hour news on your local stations. Thanks for listening to us on many great stations and on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
This program, if you are new to it, there's something for everybody to like about the Good Day program, if I do say so myself. And Doug Stefan, who else is going to say it if I don't? I guess, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's hear it for Doug. Yay! Jay Kirshner. The longest-running radio morning magazine is on usapodcasting.com. Subscribe to the Good Day Download now at usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065.